This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Carl, do you miss me? Do I miss you? You know, you know me. Now, I I don't know what happened to me in my childhood, but like, I find it very hard to miss people. What do you mean? Like, I don't miss people. It, so you don't miss me? It's, I don't know what's wrong. Like, sure, there's times where I'm like, oh, I wonder what Stephanie is doing. But would you not then, in that instance, text me and ask me what I'm doing? No, because I don't I, hear I, from you. I don't see you. But I, I just find it really easy. Like, I remember years ago, people, I bumped into, I went to New York to live there for a year. And I think it was four months before I contacted my family and was like, hey, I'm okay. But there's another issue there, which is that they didn't contact you for four months. They had contacted, like, relations that I had over there who I was in contact with. So they knew I was alive and that I wasn't, like, dead in some gutter. Um, but yeah, it's just not, not, that's not an issue I've ever had to face in my life, missing people. And do you ever wonder if people miss you? No, I hate it. I hate it. Like, yesterday, um, a friend texted me and they're like, how are you? I was just thinking about you. And I was like... How am, why, why, why were you yeah, thinking about like me? Why do you want to know how I am? Like, we're all the same. No one has any stories to tell. There's no gossip. I'm fine. But what did you actually text back? You didn't text back at all, did you? No, I did, obviously, because I'd opened it because I, um, I couldn't, that preview thing where you see the messages on WhatsApp where you hold it down without yeah. opening it, that stopped working when I did the update. So I just like, I put on that fake email voice. You know, like when you start adding exclamation marks to things to make people think that you're a happy, nice person. Yeah, exclamation marks and emojis and extra syllables. So I don't text you to ask you how you are anymore because I know that that really annoys you. It also annoys me because it's such a stupid question. Like, be more specific. So I will now like <laughs> precisely ask you, like, how are your teeth? Or how, you know, because yeah. you're going to get back to that. They're really good. Are they? Yeah, I went, I'm going back next week. I got the first part of my crown done last week. I've been spending lockdown basically just doing dental work earning money and then spending it on dental <laughs> work we have the same dentist so I'm back with him on Tuesday morning because I have a niggle but I also just kind of want to see him <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very strange dentist where we think we think that they're Scientologists we think I don't know if he's a Scientologist I think he just took the gig because he was straight out of college and started working there but I think that the head of the practice might be a Scientologist He's a really good taste in music. He played like the entire Dua Lipa album the last time. See, I think that they choose the music <laughs> based on the client. Because he gave me three benzos once because I had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. He was trying to give me a root canal. And then he played Taylor Swift. Oh. And which, I just thought which genre of Taylor Swift? Like the folky version. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think he thought that that would calm me. Really relaxing. But no, mine is like like Europop electric music. Yeah, just a bang of Eurovision off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling about this year's Eurovision, by the way? Um, I'm feeling okay. Leslie has given us a good song. Um, I said it was a good song. You weren't convinced at the first listen. It's not a winner. Like, it in no way. But it, in normal years, it's not a winner. But from all the songs that have been released so far, it could be a winner. Because, like, the only thing that could top it is... Iceland, which hasn't released it, but that'll be good. Like that was probably going to win last year. But also rumour has it that Russia is going to send Little Big back. Who's Little Big? They're like a huge Russian crazy pop. Like every video is half a billion views. All of Europe know who they are. So people will vote for them. Except me. Yeah. This isn't interesting to listeners, is it? Sorry, maybe. (laughs) But you're listening to listeners. Well, I don't know if you're interesting to listeners, but I know that 
and I hope Noel doesn't listen to my bonus material, <laughs> but Noel doesn't rate as highly on Instagram as you used to. So oh. people are like, how's the boy housemate? Where's the boy housemate? And then sometimes I just put up that video of you falling. <laughs> yeah, but Noel doesn't do stupid things. <laughs> no, but you didn't used to do stupid things either. You used to just be a bit sassy, whereas Noel's very yeah. nice. And people are like, oh, couple goals. But like with you, they used to get a lot of... See, you used to take the piss out of me, which is entertaining for my followers. Whereas yeah. Noel loves me so ferociously that I think it makes people a bit sick. Yeah, but he, he might learn. To, to hate me? <laughs> well, no, no, just to like um, uh, rip the piss out of you, or I wouldn't rip the piss. I mean, I'm I'm not cynical, but like, I think. what was in those letters? So, uh, Carl and I lived together. For those of you who don't know, I I don't think that's possible. But Carl and I used to live together for el- 10, 11 years. Hmm. First of all, in Fibsborough, and then when we moved to Cabra. And last week, I got a text message from the man who lives in the house that we used to live in saying, I have a letter for you. And when I went to collect the letter, it was a refuse sack full of things for the last 13 months. Like, and loads of them had harps on them. So I was terrified. Hmm. I had to ring the Department of Social Protection because of... Apparently, uh, someone applied me for illness benefit, but I I don't remember that. But it was from last year when I had COVID. That's what I had. Yeah, so I, I think that our doctors, before like the pandemic unemployment payment, before, because we kind of had query COVID before mm. people knew all of the, before Leo made his speech and all the stuff was announced. And I, th- so they were like, you're not eligible for this benefit. But then I wasn't. And anyway, then they wrote to me again this year and were like, this is still open. Both, well, there was all the, um, I missed the Shannon vote so again. Did I, I missed the Shannon election. <laughs> um, yeah, no, talking about the post, Jesus. There, there was illness benefit, but I actually did apply for illness benefit because I had to take like three weeks off work. Yeah. When was that? In summer? COVID or tooth? Uh, no, my back. Oh, yeah. I have um, I have sciatica. So yeah. do I. Um, but I'm not. I just woke up. Well, I was like, it was a niggling pain for weeks and I was like, I'll just ignore this. And it's 100% because I bought a cheap chair on sale um, for home when we were working from home. And then one morning I just woke up and I was like, I can't move. Like, I can't, I'm, <laughs> I can't, like, and Misha was like, just get up. Uh, Misha's my partner. And I couldn't. And then I called the doctor and they were like, oh, well, come. So I kind of like hobbled. Like, I, I did a little shuffle, like just, a, it's only about like 300 meters away or so I thought. And then I got to the doctor's office and it was closed and I called them and they were like, oh yeah, we moved. And I was <laughs> like, oh, Okay. Update your Google, lads. So they were like, I won't say what road it is, but they were like, um, yeah, we moved to, um, what are they, 60 Dame Street. We'll say Dame Street. It's not Dame Street. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I like hobbled all the way up and they were like, hurry, because we have a lot of appointments. So I was like, oh God. And I was like in pain. And then I got to 60 and it was the doctor's office and I knocked on the door and they were basically like, who are you? We're closed. And I was like, but I have an appointment. And they were like, are you sure it's not 16? So I was like, Oh, no. And the doctor's office was actually across the road from the original one. Oh, wow. Yeah. But you have sciatica. So did you get the illness benefit? Have sciatica, got the... Well, like, it's applied through work. They okay. Could, they kind of just... Um, what's the word? They pay a bit and then work pays a bit. Yeah. Um, but, like, did you get it at the time, but the post went to Fibsborough? Or are you getting it No, now? they just pay you and then work cleans it back, you know? Gotcha. So work cleans it back for me. I also got a press drop... But there was another illness benefit from there was like I was not sick. Was it the COVID time? Did you go to Maybe. a GP for that? No, I never went. Did yeah. you ring the HSE? No, never. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, yeah, I had a press drop of a free mascara from a PR company that I don't know mm-hmm. that went to Fibsborough. Did it come in a huge box? Huge box. Yeah, yeah, a I tiny mascara. I know the one. Yeah. <laughs> and this this man who lives in the house that we used to live in, I was like, if I just said to him, listen, if any more press, if any more um, post comes and it has a harp on it, can you text me that day, please? Because mm-hmm. those are national government ones. Can you not update your address? I did now with the departments. Okay. Um, but I don't know who the PR company is and I also don't need the mascara. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm very grateful for it, but I can't do anything about it because mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. It's meant to lengthen your lashes. Yeah, I mean, they're nice today, aren't they? Well, I saw, the only the only reason I know it, I saw a drag queen trying it out. <laughs> I'm not a, it's not mascara for a drag queen it's mascara for a girl you're holding your stomach are you okay yeah no it's just a muscle thing I was walking really fast to get here because I thought it would be late <laughs> no and then I got held up um, how is how how is it living without me it is I mean different good different um, well well Misha Misha will never listen to this no he won't it's um, well I moved into a st- no, it's not a studio. It's a one-bedroom apartment, but it is small. Like it's the entire apartment is. People don't know what the studio is like. People don't know what the studio is like. What do people a car? have for as a point of reference? A Yaris. I don't know cars. The car that your mum has, a Corsa. A Corsa. One, two, three, four Corsas. Is the whole apartment and a little bathroom? Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tiny wall divide down the middle. Working from home, two of us. So we've like. It's like a call center. And when we moved in, we had like, it was like a beautiful mind. We'd like worked out all the spaces using mathematical formula, found all the precise furniture that would like make this. We were like going to be one of those cool minimal apartments where you're like, I can't believe you, this much storage in this small amount of space. And then after like two weeks when I was in the office and the Taoiseach or whoever made their announcement at like 10 p.m. and they were like, pack up, you're all going home and we're like carrying monitors and laptops <laughs> through the, the streets of Dublin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then we both had to get like two desks. He has like four screen monitors and his two laptops. I have two screen monitors and my two laptops and it just looks like a tiny little call centre kitchen now and it's just all in disarray. So it's been great. I love it. Um, I don't think I've slept properly in, what is it, nine months since I moved out? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he snores a lot. So does Noel, but we have separate rooms. No, there's a, that happens. And he's, he said, because I complained yesterday, I was like, are you, I was like, you don't understand that they snore. Like, I know snoring. People in my family snore. Sometimes I'm sure I snore. You lived with me for a decade. He says that I snore all the time. I've never heard you snoring. Thank you. Let's just see. This is probably not okay. I recorded him last night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I sent myself a voice note. because, And bear in mind, I took this recording in the kitchen. Now I know the apartment is small, so it's kind of the same as taking in the bathroom. But he's in the bedroom. He's in the bedroom and I am watching Sleeping ABC's Once Upon a Time at 1am in the morning. Turn it up. Oh yeah. Did you, what happens when you play that back for him? He's like, well, I know I snore, but he's like, just wake me up. And I'm like, yeah, but if I wake you up, then I'm going to be like kind of awake and thinking, I'm like, oh, I woke you up. And then you're just going to fall back to sleep and start snoring again. 
So the issue here is that you guys need to have either a couch that is long enough for you to sleep on mm-hmm. or two separate bedrooms. Oh, we're going the two separate bedroom things. We're going to move in the summer and have two separate. Because sometimes he's fine. Yeah. Um, like you, but And I fall asleep anyway. I always fall asleep with uh, my earphones in jammed into my ear, both now. Oh, wow. You used to only be one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's because I didn't have AirPods and I would strangle myself with the wires. I always like to think that it was because you were keeping one ear out in case I, w- I got into difficulty. <laughs> no, if you got into difficulty, I had my plan. What was your plan? My window hopped off onto the... Extension. Extension. Because sometimes in that house, I swear I'd hear noises. Yeah. You know, at nighttime, when you think you hear something from downstairs, and instead of checking it, I'd be like, window, hop off into the neighbours. Which neighbours? Um... The right. Okay. And then... You're jumping off a fairly high roof there, like... No, it's fine. What were you going to do about me? Leave me to be killed. Well, I mean, someone has to die in <laughs> a scary movie. And it's Our not life was be not me. a scary movie. No. Could have been. It was a comedy. I hate... They're the worst. That's the worst genre is that comedy horror where people are, like, being killed, but also lol. I love a bad movie, though. Like, I love, if you're not going to make a Oscar winner, not an Oscar winner because they're crap, a one of those weird European films that gets five stars and everyone thinks is amazing, I want you to make a terrible B-movie, awful acting, awful script writing, filmed on the fly. The lead actress is probably... Snakes on a plane. Sleeping with... No, that's a good movie. The lead actress but is... they were trying to make about the movie mm-hmm. that you're describing. Yeah. I'm talking about like Hallmark... You used to love those mm, Hallmark yeah. movies. Remember when we watched I Know My First Name is Stephen? Uh, uh, what's wrong? Uh, I think I know my first name is Stephen. That's a, that's awful. That's based on a true story. Yeah, so I listened <laughs> to a podcast about that. This is yeah. about a kid who was stolen and like kept by another man. But did you know then? Uh, and so then he escapes and he goes to the police station and he says, I know my first name is Stephen because mm-hmm. that's all he knows. But he also, there was another kid who was also kidnapped by him. No, not... Yeah, kind of... He Stephen helped his captor to steal another kid. That's what happened. He was grooming him. Yeah, that's yeah. why he felt guilty. See, I think it was actually a two-part long TV special that they had just put together on whatever channel we were watching it on. No, there, it was definitely in two parts. And I've also realised since living with Noel and you've moved out, I don't love watching television, but I always used to start a thing with you. Don't, you. Yeah, you don't like watching TV. Yeah, so I would start something with you. I would go to bed. But then in the morning, because of your like beautiful mind hashtag rain man <laughs> you would give me like a blow by blow scene by scene explanation of what happened so I was then able to go into my work meetings and be like yes I have seen that thing especially this <laughs> moment when x y and z happens and I had a detailed enough knowledge that I could get away with it now I don't watch anything and it's starting to show like today I was doing a p- podcast with somebody else and I mentioned that it's a sin was on Netflix mm-hmm. but it's not on it's Netflix not. no it's on the four player it's on four player it's really good now you you could probably watch it in an hour and a half if you fast forward through all the karaoke scenes. Okay. like That's my also favourite thing about mm-hmm. you where you would fast forward through, like you watched Orange is the New Black a whole season in one night because you hated Piper or any scenes that she was in. <laughs> she just, I don't, like these American shows with like Piper in Orange is the New Black, Grey's Anatomy, the lead character merges Grey. Like it's generally the lead character. It's a white female who finds herself in some... Um, discomfort in life and 
she adds nothing to the show whatsoever. You're only watching it for the secondary characters and any problem that they have, it's just them staring off into an ocean or like thinking about things. And it's not fun to watch someone think about something on TV. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> so just you fast not. forward through all of that. Fast forward through all of that. Like that, um, um, this probably isn't interesting. The farmhouse. You couldn't watch that. No white house farmhouse. I watched all of that in one night. Yeah. But it probably took me two hours because I fast forwarded through any time there was the close up of like rushes blowing in the field outside the house or like a, a slow zoom up to the window. But that can I say through. in defense of that, when we made Can't Cup, Won't Cup series one, I did not understand mm-hmm. that you need external shots. And then like you cut scenes because production can't get a venue. And then production can't get a venue. And then all of a sudden, like, you're low on time. So there's just so mm-hmm. many scenes that can't go walk up of people's feet walking around Dublin. No, it's my favourite one. What was, what, what was the little jingle? It was, I um, don't know. You used to haunt me with it. Like, it was like, do, 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 do. And then it would always zoom up to the sign of the lawyer's office or whatever. Yeah, the but there was also, like, at one point, obviously the episode was running short, but there's, like, a close-up. So it's outside their house. There's, yeah. like, a close-up of the number of their house, the door and the window. It's like, okay, <laughs> we've established that we are at their house. <laughs> Sorry for the flaws of Can't Come yeah. Up. <clears throat> I was young. I was young. Um. So... What else is happening? What's the plan? Any holidays planned? Any holidays? I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. I well, they, have, they haven't been accepted. Um, oh, no, you've booked holidays. I've, sorry. I've booked ten days for next month, and just only for the fact that because I didn't really take any last year. That's a lie. I went to Thailand last year, but that was before the pandemic. Um, in February, I think. Yeah. I mean, people were wearing masks, and I knew that COVID was a thing because I'm woke. But um, yeah, I was back by February. The we carried our holidays on until next year. A lot of, like, they allowed us to take some of the holiday days over. But then they realized, they're like, oh my God, if everyone takes their holidays, we will have no one probably working. So what are you going to do for your holidays if they give them to Well, you? I just booked 10 days. I booked I booked 10 of them. Um, Did you book a day after my wedding yet? I didn't because... It's happening. It is like, happening. It's happening. I was looking at the invitation because I was like, oh, will I put you that in it? <laughs> Yeah, no. I was, no, because I was like, what date is that? Because I was flicking through WhatsApp. Don't say what date it is. Uh, yeah, but I was flicking through WhatsApp. I don't remember. I was, <laughs> and um, then I was like, oh no, I have the invitation on my computer. I can just look at that. And I was going to put it in, but I was like, this manager will probably just forget about it by the time it comes around. So I'll ask in like a later month. But as long as you remember. Have you bought a suit yet? No, I haven't. I have no suits, none whatsoever. After somebody put them in the dryer at a high temperature, and that's not me, by the way. That's no. passive aggression, not his partner. Um, which I can't be angry because I, I there's a little part of me that thinks he did it on purpose because you ruined his favorite socks. I ruined his favorite socks. I ruined like some of his like little iron jumpers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's not my fault if you ask me to do your washing and it comes out that way. <laughs> well, that was sort of a. a, a uh, like a rubric for living that we had developed because I did ruin some of your things and or some of your things ruined my things so it's just kind of a mm-hmm. win-win The jumper lose, lose. was the best I think there's still a picture of that on Instagram If yeah. you scroll down through my Instagram there's a picture of Cahill with an absolutely tiny jumper He bought a really nice woolen jumper in Benetton and mm-hmm. I put it on a 40 degree wash <laughs> It came out the size of something that you put a chihuahua in <laughs> And then we tried to stretch it, thinking that we could salvage it somehow. Because I did this once to a friend of mine's clothes who I'm not friends with anymore because she was really scary. And then I googled it and apparently if you put it in water, um, fabric softener 
and mm. baking soda, it relaxes the fibres and they stretch back out to their full. I feel like we put a hair conditioner into it. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, we did mm-hmm. to relax the fibres, but it didn't work anyway. No, don't try it. No. So uh, that's that bonus material anyway. Really? Um, join our iCloud video meeting. Sorry, Alan has just texted me. Well, it's five past one. Um, but what else was I going to ask you? Anything you want to ask me? Um, how are you coping? Lol. Um, how are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm coping fine. January was tough. Mm-hmm. I have a new therapist now. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's got a lot of boundaries, which are good. Like fences? No. Like emotional boundaries that I can push. <laughs> yeah, like I have to climb over all the fences <laughs> to get into the room. But then yesterday I was seeing him and I forgot to bring money. Mm. And I, I forgot to bring my wallet. Paying cash. <laughs> cash or card. Like okay. either. I forgot both. Um, and I can't stop thinking about it now. And he was like, literally not a problem. Just pay me next week. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but oh no, I feel indebted to you. And it's awful. And yeah, he's good. He's helping. Um, it's nice that Dublin people are like that because I always worry that they won't be like I always have a fear that I'm going to not have my card or my card won't work or the contactless won't work or I'll forget my pin because I am very forgetful and then I'll have no money and I'll be like ah. so I always carry cash no I don't I never carry cash just in case anyone sees me on the street um, <laughs> Yo, and mugging for his 20 euro note but that is the nice thing I was thinking about that yesterday because in Mallow like if you don't have money for something they're like oh sure get me back tomorrow yeah um, even ma'am my um I don't know, cousin twice removed dog owner's sitter or something um, is in a hospital and the hospital was like, you need to have, they won't allow you to wear like certain types of shoes. So they were like, you need to have slippers. So she like called up the, I don't know, one of those shoe stores in Mallow. Yeah. And the shoe shop owner was like, oh, here's 10 pairs. Like sent them in the post, no money. I was like, send back the ones you don't like. And we'll sort out the pay whenever. Yeah, like when, when I used to get school shoes, mum would come home with like 12 pairs of shoes mm. and we'd try them on and then you bring them back down. That's the joy of a small town. I guess you really couldn't do that in Dublin. No. Like, <laughs> everything <laughs> has a security tag on it. Hop in Darnets and be like, I'll just take these. I'll just take these and, and, and if, <laughs> I'll take these and if Tarquin and, uh, you know, whatever schnockta don't like the shoes, <laughs> I'll bring them back to you. Um, but well, I was going to say something else there. What was I going to say? I think you were going to sing a song. I don't. I definitely was not <laughs> going to sing a song. I <laughs> Carl has been doing um, some designings for me. So when I had to do my last bonus material with Clelia where I sang, I sent him the clip so he could put it up with an image so that I could put it on Instagram. Thereby, he heard me singing. Um, no, I was going to say when you said something about the... Oh yeah, how am I? I'm fine. So I'm fine. The therapy is <laughs> fine. It. Okay. And therapy's working. Therapy's working. You hate therapy, but look, I it, do. it works. I don't hate it. It's just not for me because I am just built differently psychologically. Well, evidently, if you like, I don't miss people. I don't understand <laughs> miss people. I can go four months without contacting my family. I was built for the pandemic though. Like, I know. you know me, like I would go 10 days. Without talk. I went on holidays by myself. Yeah. And I didn't speak from anyone. It's a great European trip. Yeah. I'm not going to tell people about that because they'll judge your carbon footprint so heavily. Yeah. But uh, like the flights were going to go anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that, if them. everyone had that opinion, Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> do you, what are you going to do when the pandemic is over? 
when the pandemic's over, I am going to move house. Yeah. Um, no, no, you have to move house before the pandemic is over because the pandemic is not going to be over. Okay. Spoiler. The, 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 we're going to get a haircut. I cannot, I just can't. I can't deal with this. But Misha can give you a haircut. No, I don't trust him. But he gave you one last year. It was fine. He, yeah, it wasn't. It, like, the, he, he can't like do the fade thing. Like, I've never, I've never thought about barbers so much in my life than I have this year. Like, they're the true frontliners. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely not the true frontliners. Um, they are very skilled, though. Mm. It's not But did you know that working as a barber is a carcinogenic? No. It's on the list. I don't know what it is. I think it's the hair follicles and all the different toxic chemicals. So if you work as a barber or hairdresser, you just automatically have an increased chance of getting cancer. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Maybe it's the hairspray. Maybe. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.